Today is all about setting goals and achieving goals for the outdoors in the new year. It's that time of year where we're all making New Year's resolutions or goals for the year and kind of thinking about the year ahead and designing our ideas around what could be possible for ourselves. So if you are somebody who wants to have a more adventurous year, a year with more time outside, this is an episode for you. I'm going to go into three ways to help make your outdoor goals become achievements by the end of the year. And I'll also give you a few challenges that you could possibly try out for yourself to keep your outdoor time fresh, to keep yourself on track to having that most adventurous year. Welcome to Roaming Radio. I'm your host, Sheridan Futrell, bringing you episodes every other week all about the outdoors. We'll learn about new skills, get honest gear reviews, hear stories about belonging in the outdoors from other people just like you, and so much more, all in pursuit of a more adventurous life. So put on your adventure shoes and let's dive on in to today's episode. The first tip I have for you for having a more adventurous year ahead is to determine your goals and to write it down. When we write our goals down, they're more likely to become reality. And it's something to do with actually putting that pen to paper and not just texting it to somebody, but writing down your goal and it becoming more tangible to yourself. So determine your goal and write it down. And how you frame your goal is also important when it comes to actually achieving your goal. There's this thing called a SMART goal, and SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And SMART goals are there to give yourself a template for coming up with a goal that is actually achievable. So an example of a goal that's not a SMART goal is, I want to spend more time outside. And a way to make this into a SMART goal would be something like this. So the S for specific would be, how do you want to spend your time outside? It might look like, I want to spend the time outside hiking. So hiking would be the specific aspect of your goal. M is for measurable. So how are you going to measure this? Are you going to measure it in the number of hikes, the distance you hike, the amount of hours you're spending hiking? That would be a measurable component. A is attainable. So this is up to you. This is making your goal attainable for you. So if you are not going to hike Mount Everest in the time period you decide, don't make it hiking Mount Everest. So something that could be attainable is I want to hike once a month. You want to keep your SMART goal relevant to like your overall not so SMART goal. So with the not so SMART goal of spending more time outside, Hiking in a like hiking for a measurable amount of time during a specific time period is relevant to spending time outside. And then you want it to be time bound. This is the T in SMART goal. And time could look like a month, it could be a year, whatever it is, you need to put a time limit on it because we work really well with deadlines as human beings. Our brains look at those timelines and understand them as deadlines, which gives ourselves a sense of urgency. And that sense of urgency is what propels us to actually achieve these goals. So to recap on a SMART goal, we had, I want to spend more time outside as a not SMART goal. And then we took that idea 
and turned it into a specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound goal, or a SMART goal, that looks something more like this. So the SMART goal would be, I want to hike every month, at least once a month, by the end of the year, totaling 12 hikes in 2023. That hits all of the components of a SMART goal, and you can phrase it in a way that makes it more attainable for you. If you're in an area where hiking every month isn't realistic for you, then maybe you want to say, I want to hike 12 times this year in 2023, or I want to hike 26 times in 2023. Or even if you wanted to go for more of a mileage aspect, saying, I want to hike 100 miles this year. Those are all ways to make your goal measurable, specific, and attainable. Attainable will be different for everyone, and this applies to all outdoor activities, not just hiking. Maybe you want to camp five times this year, or you want to camp in a new park this year. Having those specific details will help you actually achieve these goals. And then once you have that figured out, write it down. Writing down your goal with a pen and paper just makes it more concrete than saying it out loud or just thinking it in your head. So writing down your SMART goal is the first tip I have for you for creating a more adventurous and more outdoorsy year for you in 2023. The second tip I have for you is to actually schedule the time that you need in order to achieve these goals. What I mean by that is, if you have a goal to go camping five times, I want you to pull out your calendar, whether it's your planner or your Google calendar, and I want you to go into that and pick which weekends you are doing these activities. Schedule them. Treat them as non-negotiables. If you allow these things that you want to do to be negotiable, meaning like when it comes time to do it, you're like, oh, I actually don't need to do it versus treating it as a doctor's appointment. You will likely waver and you will not come, you will not go through with it. And that's something that's true for many, many people. It's true for myself. Every year I have to go in and schedule weekends for me to go backpacking. Otherwise, I don't end up backpacking. Instead, I'm like, oh, I want to do something on Saturday and then something different on Sunday. So instead of backpacking, I hike and then I go do something else. But then when I do that, I get really disappointed in myself at the year end that I didn't do an activity that brings me immense joy more often. And that's ultimately because when I scheduled it, I didn't treat it as an appointment and as a non-negotiable. So your task is to pull out that calendar and go ahead and write down those weekends. If you need to talk to a partner or um, some friends to figure out when you want to do it, I really encourage you to have weekends planned out. You don't need every single weekend planned out. That's how you get burnt out on things and how you end up disappointing yourself by not having room to do spontaneous things that you enjoy. But pick one, two three weekends where you're going to do the activity that you want to do and schedule it. If you're trying to get more time in every week in the outdoors, schedule that time, whether you're going after work or whether you're going on a weekend, just make sure you actually give yourself the time so that way you know when you have time to do these activities because If you just hope that it will happen, it won't happen. You really need to be intentional with your time, especially as we all are busy. 
I know the winter and the beginning of the years tends to be a little slower, but things do ramp up throughout. So if you're not building the habit of making the time for yourself and making time for your priorities, that will not help you down the road. So that's tip number two is to schedule the time and be intentional and like actually make the time for your goal. And then my third tip for you is to make it easy on yourself. That can be harder to visualize and to understand what your needs are, especially if you're new to this and you're new to the outdoors. You might not know right now what you need, but make it easier on yourself by having plans in place. So for me last year, what I did was I know that on Friday night, when I decide I'm going to hike Saturday morning, I tend to be really overwhelmed by the amount of choices I have because of where I live. So what I did was I made what I call my hiking jar. It's little slips of paper. I have them color coded because I love color coding things based on the mileage. So if I know I only want to do one to four miles, that's one color. Four to six miles is another. Longer than six miles is another color. And I have all these hikes pre-planned out. They're all within a reasonable driving distance from where I live. So that way I know I don't have to be like on the other side of the state to go do this hike. I know I can wake up Saturday morning and go do it. So what I did was I made these little slips and I put them in a jar. So Friday night, I just have to pull one out. I already have the maps downloaded on all trails. So that way I don't even have to remember to do that step because it's all done for me. And that was really helpful in this past year making sure I have more time to hike because I took away the analysis paralysis aspect of it for myself. I get very overwhelmed by the choices. And so that's one thing I did to make my life easier. Feel free to steal that idea. Maybe you just need to download the apps ahead of time to make your life easier. So that way you have something at your fingertips to pick from, especially if you're in a state or in an area where outdoor recreation isn't as abundant. Maybe you just need to take that first step. Or maybe you need to take this week to research how you even find the hikes or trails or campsites in your area. Do that pre-work now so that way you have fewer obstacles when it comes time to actually do your activity. Making your life easier and making it easier on yourself to achieve this also might look might look like having a friend who is also interested in this thing and looking at your schedules ahead of time and saying like, oh, would you like to go with me on any weekend or joining a hiking club or a backpacking club or a running club? It can look a lot It can look like a lot of different options for different people when it comes to making your life easier, but your task for this aspect is to brainstorm how you can make your life easier when it comes to actually doing the tasks that you're setting out to do, and you want to do that sooner rather than later. Okay, real quick. Have you heard about the Backcountry Social Club? It's an online community where you can connect with other adults who are new or new-ish to camping, hiking, and backpacking. Every month, there are two events, a skills workshop to help you get outside safely and confidently, and a fireside chat where we can connect with each other and build our community. There are other great perks too, like printable resources and quarterly gear giveaways for premium members. Basic membership to the community is completely free, and a link is in the show notes. I'd love to see you there.
Now we're going into the few challenges that you can do. Challenges are a great way to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself interested, and there are tons of different ways to challenge yourself to get outdoors more. And one of my favorite ways is called the 52 Hike Challenge. This is a challenge where you do 52 hikes in a year. Their official website has a few rules or guidelines because ultimately you can choose your own rules for your own challenges. There's nobody policing these. And it's always just for yourself. Like these are not races. These are not governed challenges. So ultimately you can determine what a hike is for you, whether that's a distance minimum or an elevation gain minimum or like a scenery requirement. Some people don't include city parks as a hike and some people do. If you need benches and paved pathways, that's totally fine to consider that a hike for yourself because these challenges are personal and they're for you. They're not for anybody else. So you can determine your own rules. But the 52 hike challenge does have a guideline of a one mile minimum. And the premise of the challenge is to do 52 hikes on 52 different days throughout the year. So that might look different for you slightly than it would look like for me. And that's totally fine. It's a great way to get yourself outside. It's a great way to explore new areas. And it's one of my favorite challenges to do. There's another challenge you can do where you challenge yourself to spend a specific amount of time outside in any given month. One year I did a challenge where the people who were putting it on challenged us to spend 40 hours outside intentionally in a month. And I have a whole podcast episode coming up about that and how I did it. Um, But it was a really fun one because it got me thinking about how I spend my time during the week as well as on the weekend. But it got me to realize that I have weekdays too, even though I work. So that's a one way you can challenge yourself to get outdoors. If you're a runner or a trail runner or interested in that, there's something called Run the Year. And I might take the Run the Year approach to hiking miles. But what that is, is that you either run, walk, hike the amount of miles that are in the year. So for example, this year would be 2,023 miles. Some other challenges that are similar are the 1,000-hour outside challenge, where you spend 1,000 hours outside in a year. There's also a few national parks challenges based on geography. So there's like the Mighty Five in Utah, which is like visiting all five Utah's national parks. There's the Northern Rockies, which is a challenge to visit Grand Teton, Yellowstone, and Glacier national parks. And then... Another national park one is the Pacific Coast Highway, which is hitting all of the national parks from the Redwood Forest all the way up through Olympic National Park. That's a great one if you already live in the Pacific Northwest because there are so many. There's also a challenge to be unplugged for 100 hours this year. So the really easy way to do that is camping in areas where there is no signal. And then there's like 23 adventures in 23. So you can do that one every year and just change the amount of adventures based on the year. That one's pretty fun. I like that one. But you don't need a 
organized challenge in order to get outside more. They're just fun ways to help you stay motivated, keep things interesting, and ultimately get outside more. So as a recap from today, we went over three ways to help reach your outdoor goals and make them a reality by writing it down after you determine your goal, scheduling the time for it, and making it easier on yourself by planning ahead. And then we went over a few challenges that you can partake in to help you along the way. I hope you found this episode interesting and helpful and stay tuned for so many more. This is going to be a great year for the podcast and I'm really excited to spend it with you. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me on this week's episode of Roaming Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could leave a review or rate the podcast wherever you're listening. If you want tips, tricks, and inspiration for your pursuit of a more adventurous life, follow me on Instagram at Sheridan Roams, and don't worry, that spelling is in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode. Until next time, keep on exploring.